welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. Um, this is our season review, uh, final game of the season today. Um, we're being joined by um, Palu and Good Lydia. evening. Um, so if we go straight into it and go talk about the Floor Italian and the Vadi Italian game, which decided the title today. Um, it is a 2-2 draw, which was all Lavadia needed to, to to win the title. Uh, what, what did you think of the game? Um, Lavadia won. That's what matters, <laughs> basically for me. I think Flora. Um, there's, there's some dodgy calls in the game. Um, those that watched it, Lavadia's second goal. I don't even know if it should have counted. Because the ball was um, maybe off the pitch when Curse scored. So, you know, I, the standard of refereeing in Estonia is not good. But Levadia won. Uh, the referees, Brigade, who are actually officiating this game, uh, they're supposed to be like the top, top tier uh, of the Estonian referees. Uh, with Christodoffer and Temlot. It seemed like he it seemed like he struggled to like control the game with um certain aspects of it. You know, he was booking a lot. Some of the fouls in the game weren't even like that bad, but he was given yellow cards. Obviously Lavadio had a red card. Um as potential Two reds actually. Two reds, the coach got sent off yet. Um it should have been a penalty for Flora maybe. Uh, depends what angle you look at. So, mm-hmm. I think Flora is going to feel a bit worse. Yeah, but not getting that. They've had a long season, though, Flora. You know, they've had Europe. Um, they're, they're still in the cup. Um, and you know, they they were obviously they're going to be disappointed not to win it, but they've they've got the money, haven't they? Next mm-hmm. year, they're just going to they're, they're miles ahead of Lavadio anyway. I was actually talking about this topic with a friend of mine and uh, Flora, uh, I asked in a, in a group chat, who do you think would win the league, Levadia or Flora? And uh, he would go for Flora because uh, they would have, they basically have the European games behind them and uh, uh, they've shown that they can play in Europe. Uh, thanks to these strong matches they've been getting. But uh, the same could also be said with uh, Levadia, who now obviously won the league and uh, got to the Champions League qualification. So that's uh, six European games guaranteed already, which I believe could help Levadia as well to end up uh, do something similar to Flora. Yeah. Do you got anything to add, Ilya? Yes, I do. Sorry, my mic is uh, like off and turning on takes some time. So, yeah, I think uh, from Flora's perspective, losing the title is heartbreaking that uh, they obviously would have wanted to be a champion. Yeah, but uh, with the schedule and um, the European games, it's been a tough season. Uh, the fact that they're so close, it's actually remarkable. And uh, I'm very happy for Livadia because I don't like Flora. 
I'll I'll say that out right now. I don't like Flora, and uh, that that is nothing but the personal opinion. And uh, I'm very happy that Livadia won, but I hope next year it's uh, Narva Trans in the glory. <laughs> <laughs> and the question I have: How many players from Flora do you think they'll be able to keep next season? Because it seems certain that Sapinin's going to be leaving. Oh yeah, um, uh, Sapinin definitely is going. Yeah, I, um, Poom, Poom will go. I think. Um, yeah, I do. Um, Lilanda maybe. Um, Egon, then maybe even. Yeah, so they're gonna have a tough season, a tough off season, keeping players, and then they'll just nick players from. You know, they'll have a lot of players coming back from Curacao, um, from yeah. loan. Um, I think Reberg's coming back from Televic, but as if he's Good enough for Flora, probably not. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, so we, I'd, I'd like to see um, Manalan have a chance. Oh uh, yeah, up, up front for Flora, I think. You know, with with if when Sapinin does go, it's not if, it's when, isn't it? Um, I think Manalan would be a good replacement. I've liked him for a good couple of seasons now. Um, even on Football Manager, when I had him. My actual, yeah, my Lavadia save, he scored 35 league goals. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think, I think that covers there. We're all happy for Lavadia. Um, you know, most people don't like Flora because, you know, they're the best. Yeah, and obviously the, the money situation and the, the stadium rights yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. So we're all happy for Lavadia. Um, if we drop down to say third and fourth now, we'll talk about Pida and Noma Kauyu. Not really much to say. Is this what what you'd expect? Yeah, Kauyu's season was a proper disaster from their disaster, point of view. Yeah. I mean, even even we beat them. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was a, and then uh, a few weeks later, it was seven-one, I believe. Like how you got the revenge, right? We do not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but from yeah, from Kauyu's perspective, yeah, they weren't very good. Um, they didn't really have a goal scorer. They had uh, Alex Tam up front. Um, I'm not even sure if he got double digits, did he? I think he no. I think um, he, he got like nine, I believe. Nine, yeah, yeah, so not even double digits for goals. Um, yeah, whereas you look at Pida, they have um, Anya for 26, 26 goals, so it just shows the difference in goal scoring ability from yeah those two. And, and Pida are a team on the up as well. You know, they, they came second last year, third, well, I say on the up, they came one place lower this year, but um, they've got the new stadium on the way as well. Um, you know, also, hoping, like... hoping back to Kalju real quick. Uh, I understood their season was over uh, right after the Getulia scandals came out of the yeah. raping, basically. Yeah, that was a very big story in in the local papers. Everyone, everyone basically read about this. Okay, I missed that. What what happened here? <laughs> that, that that was at the start of the. 
season, uh, it was in a TV show where a woman came out who changed her identity and now lives in America, came out that uh, the ex-Kalju uh, manager, ex-Kalju women's manager as well, Getulia Aurelia Freda, basically basically oh, raped yeah. her multiple times when yeah. she was underage. Okay, yeah. I, I did see this one, yeah. yeah. I've been seen, never saw that. I yeah. used to quite like Kalju. <laughs> <laughs> It actually made a big impact because it was like the first of um, this kind of story emerging in Estonian space and Estonian sporting space, yeah. Yeah. And um, this this was the coach was foreign, yeah. I don't I don't remember what country he's from. Brazilian. Uh, so Brazilia, yeah. So this also. Oh, I knew the, part. That's right. Yeah, I knew the Brazilian coach. Yeah. Oh, like fastest a little bit here. That's okay. And um, also um, there was what the women talking out about it uh, from the other sports and uh, thinking that yeah they, they might have, have had the same treatment from their coaches in the day you know also also during mid-season uh, from the AC Liga FC Elva also came out uh, some coach came out and uh, basically someone came out about it how a coach or someone had sent uh rather inappropriate pictures to youngsters yeah well yeah sorry my internet lagged out that's all right uh you see we there's there's been some scandals like that in this country as well um well we're going back into like the 70s and 80s for that but mm. yeah obviously it's, it's, well when one person speaks it makes every other person speak and it you know it's only good if it gets out there, but fuck how you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Should we should we talk about Pida now to like? Yeah, I want yeah. to say something. Let, let's see him in the tones. Yeah, yeah, lighten the uh, mood a bit. <laughs> Go on, yeah, Elia. I, I think with Pida. Uh, this season is uh, disappointing for them. That's no question. Yeah, with the results and uh, uh, the personnel that they have. Yeah, even even with Klavan. Like I watched uh, them playing um, uh, on the way with Narva in the last uh, uh, how's it called? Like round. Yeah, when when it was after the uh, Florida games already. So it was like a month ago, and he was like you could see he he was reading the field like much better than everybody than anybody on the field like he was doing the through balls uh 20 meters down yeah and they were connecting with the feet of their football players like i'm not, I'm not seeing any any ball like that from that all season you know but he was just casually dropping this like every five minutes so i think with this in regard yeah this is a kind of bad season but with Pide, i think they have a very good position they have the money they have the stadium coming they have the good sponsorship from the uh industrial stuff uh, that they have there in Paidet. So they have a really good potential and I think they'll be the contenders in the next five years, like every year. That's no question even for me. With Sahawaiko going as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they, they have this uh, strong, strong uh, background yeah, and the foundation to build upon. And they want to do 
um, like it's called finally in the mascot, yeah, which is uh, the city team of Paide. And uh, even though they're training in Tallinn at the moment, yeah, like like most of the teams, even Kurisare, they have their base in Tallinn. But they want to change this and to bring the football to Paide and make it like a whole event for the whole city. So in this regard, I'm very happy with this vision. And I hope they, they will make it because Paide is not a big city. It's like a small town in the middle of, of, the, of the road, basically, right? And um, to have this kind of thing, like a big project going for them, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very good for the future. So with, with regards to the team, only good times ahead. Yeah, they've say they, they they've they've got the good core in the team as well. So Aniera up front, um, uh, Deabas is a pretty good player. Um, if they can keep hold of him, if you don't want to go to a warmer climate or something. He, he kind of flopped this season though. Yeah, he had that injury at the start, didn't he? Um, he missed a few games. Um, sent he, he reminded me of um, Aguirre for Lavadia. Um, mm. He largely disappointed me too. Um, well, when we went to watch the the Legion Lavadia game, I just thought he was so lazy and just didn't like look like he wanted to be there. And I felt the same thing today's match actually. He just didn't. But anyway, they, I find that with all wingers. I hate wingers. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Full on Brexit four four two. Brexit 4-4-2 is my tactics on FIFA every year. It works yeah. like charm. <laughs> I play 4-2-3-1, by the way. Uh, yeah, we're not FIFA players. We're more football manager. But it's 4-2-3-1 there as well. Yeah. Well, I'm a football manager as well. Uh, I, I love it. Like, Don't get me wrong. Like FIFA, it's, it's a different kind of enjoyment. Yeah. More, more pain, though, I'd say. Okay. But do do you think um Clavin will stay for another year at Pider, or do you think he'll just he's just gonna bin it off and go do whatever he wants to do? Uh, well, he's invested in the team, like he's the owner though, right? So he's the like, owner of um he, Kalev. Yeah, Kalev, yeah. yeah. Oh oh in the oh yeah, that's uh, he actually owns a share. In uh, Verston, which is to buy the shirt sponsors. Yes, that's okay. what, I, what that's what I actually meant. Yes, that's uh, the company that is the main sponsor. The industrial thing is good. Is the good is a good thing for Clavin because he's in it, right? And yeah. And buy this uh, shirt. So yeah. So that's what pays his wages. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure he doesn't come cheap. No, I wouldn't think so. Well, then again, he's, he's what, 35 now, 36? What, what I actually reckon is uh, one more year in Paide, then maybe maybe a season in Tallinn and Kalev, depends on where they are. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he might hang up the boots by then. Yeah, sounds yeah. logical. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Um, should we drop on to fifth and sixth? Legion yeah. and uh, Nava Trans? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, Legion, I actually really like them. Um, I think 
they were unlucky to not to come fourth. They've got um, some good. I really like um, Sapovalov up front. I think he's going to have a good future. Um, but yeah, that he's got that bit of attitude problem, hasn't he? So um, apparently, with the Estonia under 21s, uh, if he's good with Leggy on, then yeah, I really like him. They've got some good youth players as well. I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I completely hate mo- most of the Russian teams except for Narva because they <laughs> they they have built up a really good legacy. They've been in the Premier Premier League, obviously, or formerly known as Meister Liga, for every single year no. that it's taken part. And He's saying this only because I'm on the call as well. No, 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 no. There <laughs> <laughs> so, so was the. We've done a tweet when Kalev played Mardu, and um, we said who's going to win, blah blah blah. And then someone said they hope it's Kalev because they don't want another Russian team in the top division. Is there really that much of a divide between the Estonian teams and the Russian teams? Yes. Very much, and I can talk about this in details. Yes, that's uh, that's the thing with the whole country, and uh, yeah. that, that's that's also in the football. So, sure. uh, Paulo, uh, as, as as you know, like he's an, he's an Estonian guy, yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, directly from Estonia, with the ancestry here, with the uh, native language of Estonia, and I'm the other way. My parents like from um, Belarus and Russia and stuff, and they came here to work in the Soviet Union, yeah. Uh, and they stayed, and I became naturalized here. So I, I was already born in Estonia, yes, but uh, my parents never moved to Estonia. They moved to the Soviet Republic of Estonia, yeah? And uh, that's why uh, they just stayed here, because that was their life. And then the political situation changed, and a lot of people found themselves in a country uh, that's that's legit. It's a, it's a legit country with the, the history and uh, independence, it's a good country, but a lot of people found themselves suddenly there and uh, di- di- didn't really know what to do. So some went back to Russia, some stayed, some got Estonian citizenship, uh, others didn't. So it's it's a complicated situation as with any cultural, like in my minorities in the country, yes. So in football, situation is very same. So from Paulo's side, I'm interested to to actually hear about this as well. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There's not not really much to add here, I suppose. Um, Basically, I I hate the leg on most out of the tree because uh, they they just... uh, Pretty much, they got their like uh, o- older, older players up from like AC Liga B, uh, and just uh, they had three promotions in four years, right? Didn't they? Something. Yeah. Yeah, they came up really quick. Well, also, I'm kind of salty because uh, the season when they got up to the Prem, uh, my team was in the AC Liga, so that actually <laughs> <laughs> does a little bit too. They're, yeah, they progress well. Though you know, love them or hate them, you know, they, I think they've done well. They they play some good stuff. We enjoy what they do. Um, I think they'll be challenging for the cup next year. Um, say Sapovalov, um, Ivanov, uh, you know, decent young players. 
who will probably move on eventually to the Floras, the Lavadias. Um, probably Lavadia. Shapovalov actually uh, was from the Flora Academy, if I'm not mistaken. Then he went to Germany, Freiburg. It didn't work out there. First he trained with Flora and now he's back at Legion again. Back home. Okay. Well, well, maybe he'll get back to Flora then. You know, he's a, he's a top with so Pavlov, he's a very good guy. Like you, you can see it week, week in and out. The the work rate alone. Yeah. I really like him. I think he's gonna, in terms of Estonian football, he'll go to the top of Estonian football if he keeps going how he's going. Um. Maybe he won't go to English league. I think he'll play a high standard in Europe. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. say about Legion is uh, that they, they do it professionally. Like the whole organization, the whole club is set up very professionally. Like they have a really good youth academy, which is run really, really well. Like I know yeah. on a personal level, some people whose kids going there, yeah. And uh, they're going there, for example, after our trans academy. And it's like, uh, wow, the difference is amazing. They do it uh, on the European standard, how it should be done, like going through the youth teams up to the senior level. So with this in mind, I think they're doing a very good job. And I'm a little bit bitter. I'm a little bit bitter because they all, um, basically they represent what Narva Trans should, should have been years ago, like the project as it is. And uh, we've never been in this level that they have with the infrastructure and the money and the management and um, I mean heads off to, to them like they're doing a great job but I'm I'm pretty bitter about this also I was at the game yesterday uh, the Narva Legion game and uh, as you know Narva won 2-0 well it was a beautiful game and uh, Legion were fighting like they had three or four chances in the first half they didn't score any, and then they were kind of deflated after this, I'd say. So we got lucky on the two counterattacks, and it was the game. So do you think in like the next few years, like Legion could like maybe challenge for like the the top three or even like the title? Yeah, that that's the plan for sure. I, I mean, um, if 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 it doesn't happen like it happened with Nimekaliri a couple of years ago, yeah, with the whole organization disbanding and stuff so i think they have a very good chance and they're run by quite uh, intelligent people at the, the very top cool brilliant. brilliant shall we um go and talk about narva trans now who i don't know i would like to hate him. with yeah yeah <laughs> um i felt you know but, but to me, Narva Trans, they were always the the cup team. You know what I mean? They were always there. Or in, I don't know. They just disappoint me a lot. Not only you, all of us. <laughs> I can agree on that one as well. That, that is literally <laughs> what they've been doing for the last years. Nothing but disappointment. Uh, so what's the, the expert? What's the expectations for Narva in Narva? Like, are they expected to like do anything or are they just expected to just survive? No, 
at the like if you if you asked me two weeks ago, then I'd say just survive. But now, uh, with the appointment of the new coach, uh, the expectations actually are quite high. Like the new coach, sure. uh, he's very reputable. Mm-hmm. He's uh, what his name is Alexey Yeremenko. I actually saw him in the game yesterday as well. He's a nice guy. Uh, so like had a little chat and um, he is yeah, I'm on the podcast. Uh, from, yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Uh, he's from Finland, but he's like Russian, and um, he's from a football family. Both like he has three children who are all footballers. With like Roman Yeremenko, his oldest, he was in yeah. the Russian national team. So, yeah. which actually is funny because it's a, it's the second time when uh, Narva Trans head coach head coach's son was in Russia's national team because uh, several years ago we had uh, Kuzyev as our head coach. And his son at the moment, right now, uh, Adam Kuzyev, he's in the Russian national football team. Okay. Which is all, like, Norway is crazy in this point because Russia's national football team head coach, Valery Karpin, he's from Narva. He's a local guy. He's a um, husband of my uh, godmother. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like like those little facts uh, is just how life you know gives us stories to to yeah, think so about. Right. Yeah. So, so with with yeah sorry ask. No, that's right. I was just gonna say we we talk about some some Narva players. Um, you you said earlier you know you know who will be there next year players wise. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming my favorite player, uh, Tabritzi is gone. Tabriez, oh my God, Tabriez. <laughs> Tabriez Vladimir is like a, it, it, it's a, he's, he was a very typical Narva signing, especially in the COVID times without the trial, it was a little bit hard, but he had reputation, like sometimes he showed it, sometimes he didn't. Like it, it, sometimes it's good, sometimes maybe shit, you know, this, this means, right? So the, yeah. the, this is definitely about Tabriez, like he had moments of brilliance, yeah, but uh, also moments of pure agony from him. And uh, yeah. in in this way, he was he remind he, he actually reminded me a lot of Johan Benelouan. He was in Leicester at some point, and like uh, in, in in this way, he's just a frustrating player to to, yeah. to see. I don't know. I, I'm glad he's gone. Sorry. I, I I actually messaged him and asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast. <laughs> And um, he ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he speaks English, though, mate. I don't. I don't no. Think yeah. So. I did. I did have that feeling. Yeah. But, no, for a crap. for a couple of years already, I've uh, really liked Alexander Zakarliuka. Oh yeah. That yeah, way. he's a good player. Se- se- seems like he he basically bleeds Narva. Yes. Yes. He's a Zakarliuka. He's a very nice guy in this way that he's loyal. Like he's the same mm-hmm. age as me. Like I, I, I know him. Like he's a nice guy, and um, he's also started to train the youth teams this year. So uh, he trains like under 17 or something team in the club. Uh, so the in this way, the captain does is as uh, well, right? The, the captain Iri uh, trains women's team. Yes. Yeah, because we messaged also, him. Yeah. He's a very right. nice guy, Iri. Like. Uh, you would love to have him on the podcast because his we, story is yeah. amazing. Like he's a fully settled Narva citizen now and will be we, forever. We asked him to come on and he said, unfortunately, he can't speak English, so he'll pass. Um, so yeah, I think you, you boys yeah. need to learn French 
for him then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, you, you can speak a little Russian, can't you? Well, no, he speaks good Russian. He speaks not little. He speaks good Russian. Like he, he he's a very um, how to say it. He's already accustomed a lot. Like uh, his wife is local. Like she, she's a very nice woman. Uh, they just yeah. recently had a baby, so life is good for him here, and we expect him to be here like for a good time. Yeah. Yeah, nice one. So yeah, my Russian is not quite conversational to interview yeah. that to that level. So. It's, it's, it's basic on Football Manager, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also about uh, Zakarlyuk. Yeah, he's a. Uh, like personally, I found him the, the the best player this season. At the moments he, like you could see that he was frustrated and things didn't go its way. But I think it was more more to the teamwork within the team at the moment, like with the new players from Russia and stuff. So I think it was a little bit frustrating at the moments. But uh, the game uh, where it was three goals from Zakarlyuka and three goals from Golovlev in the beginning of the season, I think it was against Billing at home or something, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just beautiful, like uh, the three goals and he had like two assists. So yeah, because yeah. Nava guy... started quite well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. a really positive start of the season, like usual, and then uh, it, it all fell apart. <laughs> I mean, I personally, the... I personally blame the the coach. Like honestly, I think the coach uh, wasn't suitable, and. Um, he, he he just didn't care enough, I'd say. I don't know. That's my opinion. Uh, fair enough. But they've got you've got the new um I say the new goalkeeper. He's been obviously youth one, um Maxim Pavlov. Oh, he yeah. seems like a good keeper. Yeah, eighteen oh, yeah. years old. He seems like a you know, it's a bright bright spark for Nava. Yeah, he's a local kid. He he's also from the academy, yes. So he's he's been training with Nava all his life. He's a very, very promising guy. Honestly, like I, I, I actually uh, was thinking yesterday the, at the game that I should mention him and uh, just praise him because um, he, he's my favorite type of a keeper. He's like a sweeper keeper, yeah. So he's going yeah. out, he's rushing out, he's punching, and uh, he's aggressive. And I mean that that's how that's how you should be at the keeper. He needs to do work on kicking for sure, yeah. So he's kicking and throwing. Like throwing is okay. Kicking could be better, more consistent. But uh, shot stopping it's, it, uh, is is exceptional. Like uh, the guy, he's just massively like a, he's a big unit. He's uh, like what six three, uh, weighs a lot, like nice frame, and um, he, he needs to improve his kicking and his handling, like especially yeah. So after this, he he's definitely gonna be in the youth Estonian team. I guarantee you. Yeah, I agree with you there. So um, also, what I wanted, sorry, uh, what I wanted no, you to carry say on, yeah. is, is that, yeah, we, we had a, like a frustrating season yet again, but the expectations for the next one is very high because um, let me tell you, like previous coaches never came already to the country before to see the team and analyze it. Like this new coach, Alexei Romenko guy, he's already, he was at the game yesterday. So um, like it was minus five or something. Yeah, it was bloody freezing. And uh, he was at the game there, like scouting, watching players, like taking some notes and stuff. So in this way, he's already determined and dedicated to the team. And I think um, 
he's gonna be like the first guy who is gonna be there for more than one year because recently all the coaches spent only one year and then go so it was like a turnstile at the coaching job so not one guy had enough time and like i don't know power to build the team actually and to prove something on the football field with the tactical stuff and, and etc so with this project i want to call this a project and uh, expectations are, are high and i hope we're in a good 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 times from now on yeah i hope so too yeah i don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> right we, we dropped to the relegation group um start with curacao who i think were brilliant this year you know, considering uh, the, the turnaround of their season, I thought was just amazing. I know half their team is from Flora, mm-hmm. and actually theirs. Obviously, it's owned by the same guy or founded by the same guy. Or, um, so there is that link. But I thought they were brilliant. Good as a season could basically be broken into two. The pre-Karl Möhl era and the post-Karl Möhl era. Because yes. he changed a lot. Yeah, as soon as he came in, everything seemed to change. And I think as well when they put um, Lapo in goal, when they put Karafeld on the bench, he Lapa seemed a bit more assured in goal. Lapa yeah. was actually, has actually been better from from the start but he was uh, uh away due to uh, army purposes yeah yeah carafeld he just looks um i don't know he looks like a child in goal you know, he looks like five foot six or something like that it just i just want you know you weren't very confident with him there but you know you say when lapper came in he they just looked more assured. They they didn't concede as many goals. Um, Kyle Moore as well, as we said, as you said, Paolo. Kyle Moore, yeah, yeah, he completely changed the whole outlook of the team. It seemed. And Otto Robert Lip. Obviously, I think he was in in the army as well, right? No, he was just uh, injured for oh, a while. Yeah, he came back and seemed to yeah. yeah he just wanted to score goals 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 so yeah, we'll be surprised to see him at Flora next season either well he used to be Flora didn't he yeah, yeah. he yeah I think he's he's on loan as well if I'm not mistaken yeah he might be it's hard to keep up with, with Curacao yeah yeah <laughs> I mean he should be because Curacao is uh, Flora's farm team so it should be like a yeah. loan yeah. deal yeah. Yeah. So they right. Flora have the options then when you know when Sapanin does go, you know Lip was good, Manalan was good. Um, well, well Alaku, I don't think. Curaçao to Flora is basically what Southampton used to be for Liverpool like a few seasons <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's it. But yeah, I think that's really it on Curacao. They they had a good year. Yeah. They survived. Um, it's you know, it's the first time 
since they've been up where they haven't been involved in the relegation playoff. So it's yeah. um, you know it's a great achievement for them. I'm happy for them. Um, obviously, the head coach is the Estonia under-21 manager too, isn't he? Correct. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're in safe hands. He's, he's, he's done a good job. But like you say, it's Flora's farm team. They get Flora's, you know, second team, so to speak. Develop them, move back on the floor. Yeah. Um, who's next? Um, Tulevic, right? Yeah. Does anyone care about Tulevic? <laughs> Not Tulevic really. Disappointing for many reasons. Like honestly, like Tulevic is just a big disappointment because uh, they 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 also they don't they don't have vision. I'd say like w- w- what's their purpose? They're training in Tallinn as well. Like Billinge, they're just going for matches. Not so, not anymore. They not uh, anymore? just they just uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago they got a new uh, indoors hall uh, installed into the town. Yeah, they say that. I saw on Instagram they did put you know that massive dome up, didn't they? Mhm. So here goes my talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but doesn't doesn't Vilyandi mean the future? Uh, Dulevic no, means the future. Tulevic. Yeah, Vilyandi's the the town. Yeah, Tulevic means the future. So, do they have a future? Does it seem like they're gonna like, do anything? Because at the moment, yeah. sadly, I'd say no. Yeah, but yeah, they 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 don't necessarily have a poor side though. That that's you know, I I look at the team, and I think you know they could easily you know they're not gonna push for top four or something, but they could easily finish. You know, fifth, sixth, yeah, quite yeah. easily. You look at the team, and I was very disappointed with them. Yeah, actually, the same. Like the, the side they have, they have quite a few import players as well. Yeah, so they should be on a decent level. And I actually remember in February or March, it was still snowy, and I went to the preseason game against Vilenji for Narva, and it was like a close nil-nil. And uh, I was impressed actually with Vilenji. I thought that they're gonna have a good year. So uh, it, it's a miracle what happened. Yeah, well, you know, you look at the, they took they won their first game of the season, didn't they? And that was a lucky win. That was against Kurosawa, and then they didn't win again for I think seven, what nine games or something like that. Um, they got um, no, they had that um, one against um, Parnu, didn't they? Where they fielded uh, yeah. Moidenov and lost the win Indeed, there. Yeah. So, uh, I was at that game. <laughs> I, I was heartbroken at the start. Then uh, the next morning, uh, I was casual. I was casual taking a shit as you do on my phone. <laughs> and then I see the news and I'm like, Holy shit. Yeah. Well, we, we were kind of hoping that, you know, the, the three points given to Parnu for that would have helped um, Tartu go down. You know, you follow us on Twitter. We've Spoiler, given, it didn't. <laughs> we, we've, uh, we've given Tartu a lot of shit on Twitter. Yeah. It's no secret. Um, we, what a mess they are. You know, they, they did turn it round, but 
the, the philosophy they went with just didn't work. But now they have the new head coach, the Kalashnikov guy. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. As, soon, as soon as I saw him appointed, I was like, okay, we are doomed. Yeah, this guy, he's legit. Like, I, I saw him personally also a couple of times, and he seems like a very determined person. Like, so only from this perspective, he's going to succeed. And he's been good with Kurosare, I believe, before, yeah? So. Yeah. Well, Tartu, uh, you know, the last few seasons, they they finished fifth and sixth in the, in the league, didn't they? In, um, in our early season review that we done, we even said again, you know, fifth or sixth again. So when they, you know, they they were losing, 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 uh, it was kind of like shit. You know what's going on? And obviously they're they're trying to go for the young players in Tartu and shipped out some more of the experienced ones. So they brought Tanista back, who was in Brann in Norway. Um, you know, so they had as well. that mixture of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they brought in Kevin Matas from um, Norma United. United. Um, yeah, and he, you know he he banged goals last well yeah last year didn't he? And you know they it's, they've got some good individual players there, and um, they're just too yeah. young. Who who really disappointed in my opinion was uh, Patrick Enrovelma. Uh, t- yeah. Uh, See, seeing his uh, last season, what he did, I, I thought this was going to be a breakout year for him, but uh, unfortunately not. Yeah, well, we felt the same, didn't we, about um, Kevin Anderson. He didn't look, yeah, he just didn't look up to it. He's been there, he's played like 200 plus games for Tomeka. Yeah, He's but, a club legend, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't look very, yeah. Watched a bit of them. They were quite boring to watch as well. I don't know how much, how many games of Tomeka you actually watched, but they were, they weren't exactly exciting. No, we we felt that didn't we? When we, you know, you're looking at the fixtures and you know you're seeing what was on the telly, you know, to watch, and you see like the the Tomeka game was, and you just think, oh, do I want to watch that? Yeah, but well, they're in the Premier League next season, so maybe they're building it. I think they'll do a bit better. I don't think they'll be in the bottom two. I think they'll ha- they'll have to do better. Yeah, yeah, they don't really have a choice. I think Mardu will come bottom, but then so then they've just got to be better than eight other teams. Yeah. Speaking of Mardu, we'll go down to the team they're replacing. It's your team, Panu. Yep. Would, would you say it was a, a disappointing year? Because you know, from what you know, we we've watched a few Panu games this year, and you know, they were competing in games. I wouldn't say they were outplayed. You know, like when you see teams come up to the top flight in Estonia, you know, they're getting pumped seven eight nil and all this. I know. Parnu did concede seven a couple of times, but mm-hmm. and they they competed, the they stayed in games. The start of the season, I thought they were quite unlucky with like the first seven or eight games. I thought they they were in most of the games they played in, and they were just unfortunate. 
Yeah, obviously the first game being against uh, Levide, yeah. Uh, I, I watched yeah. that game and that was like, <laughs> right. The, the, then I was like, okay, it is Levide though. So what do we expect? A win? No. And then the second, the very snowy uh, second round in Narva, obviously, where we got our first point of the season with uh, that really beautiful Enrico Venzalo free kick and yeah. then a narrow, narrow loss to Tomek uh, which I actually uh, watched uh, from outside of the stadium uh, because it was that time when uh, people weren't allowed into the stands so I watched it from the background and very undeserved I'd say yeah, I agree. I remember the game. Um, you know, I say that they were competitive. It seemed like you know towards the end of the year, um, you know, when um, Tameka, you know, got their first win to you know kind of kickstart things. It seemed like um, Panu kind of gave up a bit, you know, saying right, yeah, that's us, we're done. Mm-hmm. Also, we're, I'm not gonna try and uh, bring up many excuses now. But uh, obviously the fact that we didn't bring in anyone in the summer, uh, but at the same time, we are building like, uh, we want to play with players specifically from Berno or the Berno County. And uh, uh, obviously we would, uh, for at least one reason, we should have brought at least someone in would be because uh, after the Kalju game or before I can't remember the final the final Kalju game, four of our players uh, went to, to serve our country, so we had a really really short bench for like these final games of the season. We even had to bring up uh, bring back players like Ander Babut who actually announced his retirement. He, he he was just a coach for like a youth team and uh, now he just got brought back to the team and uh, on, he actually got minutes as well if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, a couple of substitute appearances. So what, what were the positives for, for Parnu this year? Uh, our young players, uh, for me, the young players got uh, some really good, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, basically saw how, how it's supposed to be at the top flight and uh, yeah. what do we have Experience. to do to get her? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Do you feel... That some players will move on, or do you think they're still? On that, do you think there's some that would have attracted some of the teams in the top flight? Uh, thankfully, Virgo Valik will stay because of the because of the extension he had, and yeah. Krutogolov obviously going back to Levadia. Yeah. Um, Magnus Villotta maybe. And yeah. uh, I suppose, but obviously, 
as a biased Wapper fan, I wouldn't want them to leave. Yeah, of course, yeah. What yeah. do you what do you think the chances are? They're coming straight back. Uh I've actually seen a bit of a pattern uh since twenty eighteen, since we dropped out. Uh obviously we dropped out, then the next season uh we lost the promotion playoffs against Kurasare. Then the season after that I think it was Mardu who came down. Uh they uh also lost the promotion playoffs when we went up. And uh now Collab lost the promotion games when Mardu went up, so I hope it do- I hope it's not gonna go by the pattern and we will be up uh, back in the Premier League in twenty twenty three. But uh if we go in by the pattern then twenty twenty four. Yeah, well, it's going to be between you guys and um, Tulum Kalev, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. The um, cool bit derby. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that basically sums up the league. Um, if we just have a quick, you know, a quick speak of who was some players that stood out for you this year um, and who would you want to look out for next year? Rauna yeah. Sappinen, obviously. Yeah, he's obviously going to be in a different league. Um, I'd be very surprised if he's still at Flora. I'll get their tattoo on my um, on my ass. Oh, I was surprised last year <laughs> already that he didn't leave. Yeah, I was really surprised he he didn't leave last season. So yeah, if if Sappinen's still their first game of the season next season, I'll get Flora's badge tattooed on my ass. <laughs> Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, what's happening? Uh, Douglas Villi as well, who I can imagine will win the Player of the Year. Um, what player? So you can say, obviously, we've had um, we've mentioned um, Shapovalov from Legion. You know, I think we'll we'll watch him next year. Um, from the bottom sides, uh, Tristan Goskor. Interesting, yeah. yeah. He's, I think he deserves a bit of respect. Um, he kind of single carried Tameka for most of the season to get them away he's, from. Um, he, he's a Tartu lad, isn't he? He's, was he born in Tartu? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to check real quick, no, actually. No, I think, no, no, he, he was Tallinn, yeah. He was born in Tallinn, yeah. He had a stint in um, Indonesia. Was it Indonesia or was it Iceland? Indonesia. A Lego player went for <laughs> went into Iceland. I'm pretty sure Costco was out in Iceland for a bit. It says here, born in Tartu. Okay. Oh, awesome. He's a Tartu lad. Yeah, of so, Yeah, so, you know fits their philosophy doesn't it they kind of have yeah. the same um, uh, philosophy as w- uh, any... in my opinion uh, yeah. They, yeah. as I've just seen they also want to play with players from Tartu they uh, uh, they add a lot of emphasis on their youth system which uh, also may have been their downfall since yeah. uh, they obviously 
their second team uh, got relegated from the AC Liga and uh, they basically didn't have any players. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah, um, like you said, we, we've shit on them a lot this year, so. Yeah. And I think thoroughly deserved. Um, was there any player who you thought, you know, you expected more of that maybe didn't perform as well as you think? Uh, it doesn't exactly fall into that category, but uh, there was one player uh, my team was most certainly missing, and that man's name is uh, Ronaldo Disma, who was in the army uh, throughout the entire season. He only got like uh, one game, I believe, against uh, by the home during the start of the season, which we lost uh, one to three. Okay. Uh, and they missed the penalty, but uh, in the AC Liga last year, he was lights out insane. Well, he'll be there this next season to help you get back up then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add um, another trans player. Um, striker Goyov. Um, I was expecting him to score more goals. I don't know if you agree, Ilya. Yes, Golovlev is a he's he's a very interesting subject, like a topic, because um, like it's actually in his name, like Gol Golovlev. Yeah, like he's supposed to score goals, <laughs> so he's like a typical poacher striker. I think he had. Um, there was a, maybe like a problem with the coach or something, yes, because uh, after the very strong start, he didn't come on, uh, on on the field like for four or five months. And he only started playing again in September. So I think there was something with the coach between him and uh, we just didn't see enough of him. And uh, lately, when he was was on the field, he was working his ass off. Like yesterday, he got in like a... A shouting match with like uh, Volodin from Legion. It, it was it was heated like like it was heated like they, they were chatting some shit like to each other like let me tell you. So in this perspective, yes, definitely. Like so, someone another from another team, I'd say, is uh, Belov. You know, like he scored uh, yeah, yeah. a very good uh, free kick in uh, yeah. in the last games, and. Um, being like he has a lot of the, the final experience, which is like the Russian second league, which is like a combative, like very hard league to play in. And he had a lot of experience there. And uh, I don't know, maybe there was no contact within the teammates or something, but he um, just underperformed, in my opinion, like wasn't orchestrating the game as much. Maybe like the coach didn't utilize him or something, but. Uh, from my perspective, it was a pretty underwhelming season from him. Yes. Yeah, I remember you sending us a message actually, um, saying something about it's Belov's time this match. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I know what you're referring to. There was a, like, he had an argument with uh, Zakarluka, like, on the field, like, and it was nasty. Like, it was game at home, like, losing. So. It, it, you, you just don't want to see it from the teammates like talking to each other like this because of of course it wasn't a lot of people and it was quite quiet at the stadium so you could hear everything and what I heard I didn't like so like it, it spoke volumes about the chemistry in the team at the moment I'd say yeah hopefully the new coach can sort that out and get more firing in the right way um, 
I'm going to say, I've already mentioned it, a player that disappointed me was uh, Aguirre for Lavadia. So, you know, former Man City youth product. He's had a go in Norway. He came to uh, Lavadia. And then I just, I don't know. He, he had that, his first game, he started well. He scored two against Parnu. Parnu, yeah. Um, May have got an assist as well. Yeah, I think he yeah. did. So I had him in my fantasy. No, no, I didn't do fantasy back then. I was thinking about it, but um, but yeah, I, I did. Was... <laughs> I, I I had both Sock and Ajiri in my team. Oh, <laughs> special yeah, shout out. No, I was just... Go on, you go. I was just expecting more from him. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So yeah, quick um, mention of the fantasy team. Uh, league um we got first place and last place in the chat so, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so get it's in. Like good get in sanders sinolade so, save me <laughs> so, so next was i last yes <laughs> uh that, uh that might be because uh after like game week three i just threw the towel in so next yeah, next season we have we are going to do obviously fantasy again. This one was more of kind of just a a tester thing, just to see how many people would be interested. Um, next season we're going to do it from the start, and we have been talking with Talina Kalev, um, and they're going to supply us um, a shirt signed by um, Ragnar Klavan and uh, Joel Impair and some other players um, as a prize for the winner of the fantasy league. Very nice. Even though, even though they're not in the top division, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Calab has been very good to us. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that wraps it up. If unless anyone has anything else to add, nope, nope. No, I think yeah, I think we talked about it pretty comprehensively. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, no worries. It's been a, thank you guys. It's been it's been a good year. Um, you know, it's our first year of doing it all. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been a bit overwhelming at times, but you know, we've made it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to want to join us next season for any podcasts or whatever, feel free. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna try do a lot more next season. So. Yeah, feel free to hop on. Um, yeah. So we wrap that. Yeah. So we wrap that up. Thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for the season. Uh, congrats, Lavadia. Commiserations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Mardu. And yeah. Yeah, and we'll see you next season. See you in March. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Cheers.